The female convener waits for us to be seated before she resumes talking. For the benefit of those just joining us, we'll introduce ourselves again. My name is Ifeniwa, and this is my husband, Maxwell. We've been married 26 years and have coordinated St. Clair's marriage class for at least half that time. Her voice drifts off as I continue to look around, more interested in the other couples than what the Ifeniwa woman is saying. Hmm. So we're all here to do this thing, Sha. As my eyes scan the room, I notice three women sitting unpaired, a young woman in her 20s, a pleasant-faced woman who looks about my age, and a woman who looks to be in her late 30s or early 40s, but with an expertly made-up face and bugsome curves, barely contained by the tight, low-cut dress she wears. The door opens and a young man walks in. My eyes widen as he walks past the woman who looks closer his age, past the woman who looks my age, and heads instead to the older woman. My mouth drops in surprise as they exchange a brief kiss, eliminating any doubt that they are indeed a couple. Omo, nothing we know go see for this legal, so. Hi readers, welcome to Something Bookish. My name is Amin, aka Lip Gloss Mafia, aka the crazy book lady, aka your bookish bestie. <laughs> sound came from that was so random it took evil me by surprise so i can imagine you the listener because you'd be like huh i mean that's kind of out of character i mean you might not be thinking that it's out of character because it's it's very on brand to be out of character you know i i don't even know if you know but <laughs> oh my god yes the podcast has begun recording we are in session now so brace yourself okay because i'm really really in the zone at least for this intro because eventually when we get into the rest of the podcast you'd be wondering yo why is she sounding so serious well it was two different vibes and i was drinking two different things so you are welcome to all the vibes <laughs> you are welcome to all the vibes wow that sounds like a great copy for a vibrator, if I do say so myself. You're welcome to all the vibes. Damn! God damn it. I'm good. I'm, I'm so good. Sorry. Okay, moving on. On this podcast, I talk about all things. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay, I'll take it again. So on this podcast, I talk about all things books and reading, from book lists to reviews, musings, tips and tricks, and the occasional guest chats. So think of this space as a virtual lounge, but for bookish people who are very chill and cool, obviously, and cultured, because, you know, we're cultured people. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously a cultured person. Do not sell yourself short, okay? Good. Now, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome to the dark side. And if this is not your first time listening to the podcast, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I'm really on the road today. Readers, this is the 52nd episode of the Something Bookish podcast. And on this episode, I am chatting with 
an author of a book that I read and recently enjoyed, The Marriage Class. I don't want to go too much into it because the author is going to introduce the book and we're going to have a chat. And if you haven't read this book before, it's fine. This is very spoiler free. You know, we don't do spoilers in this household. I want you to enjoy the book as organically as possible. So yeah, I'm just going to dive right into the episode, not the episode, the chat. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um, <clears throat> without further ado, let's talk books. Shall we? Readers, if you love the content I create and want to support me, you can do that by clicking on the payment link in the show notes titled Buy Amin a Cup of Coffee. Alternatively, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. The link in my bio would lead you to the payment page. Now, it only accepts payments in the Nigerian Naira, so if you're outside Nigeria, all you need to do is convert how much you would like to donate from your currency to the Naira. For example, an average cup of coffee is $4 and the conversion is approximately 1,800 Naira. I hope this helps. Thank you again so much for your unwavering support. Hi Adesua, welcome to the Something Bookish podcast. It's my honor to have you here because you are one of the very, should I say one of? Okay, no. Actually, yes. Because you're the only author I know who listens to my podcast and shares feedback that they're actually listening to the podcast. Maybe others are listening in private, though I hope I've not disturbed anybody's yeah, life. <laughs> no, I, I refuse to believe that I'm the only one who listens to your podcast because your po- you know, for those who like bookish content, you know, like bush, bookish podcasts with Nigerian, you know, voices, mm. I don't think anyone wouldn't be listening to your podcast, really. Yeah. yeah, so kind. Yeah, so kind. But thank you. And it's my honor to have you on the Something Bookish podcast. Uh, it's my honor so- to be here. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that you're drinking water. (laughs) Can you share with the class what your book is about without dropping any spoilers? Okay, so it's um, about, it's about a marriage class, basically about 10 couples in a marriage class. Um, Mm. You know, they're all there. They all, they're all there because they plan to get married and, you know, the requirements is, you know, to go through marriage counseling. Oh, I'm so sorry for the email notifications. <laughs> to go through marriage <laughs> <okay>. counseling <laughs> um, before they get married. And the narrator, Abby, is one of the couples. And she's one she's one part of the 10 couples. And um, yes, but she is having cold feet. And the rest of the couples, they all have their own respective challenges. So the question is, at the end of the six-week course, how many of them would still be, you know, moving on to the next phase, which is getting married? How many of the couples will remain together and how many will not? How many will bite the dust? Mm. So that's basically it in a nutshell. Nice, nice. When I, when, when I started reading the book, I had to carry paper and biro because... I wanted to keep track of all the couples. You had yeah. already given like really nice descriptions, yeah. But 
from your descriptions, I was adding my own mini nicknames to yeah, all the couples yeah. to remember them. Because sometimes I get into the book, I'm like, who are these ones again? And then I remember, and then I remember. <laughs> but what inspired the book? The the what um why why is it why did you want to tell the story? Okay, so there's a there's a grand reason and there's a not so grand reason. So the ah. grand reason is, you know, some 15 years ago when I was in marriage class, okay. you know, I had so many, it was a very, very, very interesting mix. And being the daydreamer that I am, my mind wanders a lot and mm. it's not always there to my benefit, like right from my days in school, maybe through the lecture and I can zone out for Africa. Like I'll, zo- I'll be listening with them. <laughs> So, you know, I'd be in class and instead of really listening to the uh, counselors, I'd be looking at the couple, just trying to figure out their backstories. I hate what's going on with these people. But this was like many years ago and it never crossed my mind even then that, oh, let me even know these people so that one day I can write a book about what's going on. No. But Hmm. then the not so grand reason, uh, a few years ago, you know, I was um, in discussions with a publishing house and you know, um, they wanted me to come up with some ideas for like, well, some pitches for some multi-series type books. So I had to sit down and I thought about five different series of which this was one, the marriage class. It was supposed to be a series like, you know, several books for several couples. Many of the series that I've actually gone on to write came from that brainstorming session you know Mm. so even though the discussion the talks with that publishing house didn't work out it worked out in the end for me because I've I'm on like my third or so idea from that uh, exercise so the marriage class because I already have one ongoing series the Manomohai series Mm. and um, okay and two years ago there was um, a contest uh, yeah, there was a call for submissions. So I just thought, okay, let me just develop this idea into like a a pitch, you know. I put together like a, um, a pilot script and then, you know, episodes. I had to condense it into like, you know, something really. And I worked so hard on it, you know. And it was my first time ever entering a contest. When I didn't hear back, it was very, Aww. it was very, very wrenching. So I'm like, you know what? And then my friend, my best friend, she takes things even more personal than I do. She's like, you know, you better develop the idea before they before they steal it from me. And then, you know, they all put it on TV, you know, <laughs> many years later. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. It was actually meant to be a screenplay, not a novel. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, I pitched it as an idea. Yeah. Okay. Then I now submitted it as, there was call, uh, calls for like a pilot, um, yeah screenplay a, a pilot episode okay. and then 10 other episodes yeah so I, okay. that's why I had to like you know break them up into okay ep- episode one will be, will be the pilot episode where they're all in class and they meet then mm. the subsequent episodes will be oh I've been Raymond that was what I submitted as a pitch right uh, okay but then when it didn't work I'm like you know what I'm just gonna just you know throw it together and um you know have my own book and <laughs> mm, uh, mm. yeah that's why so I basically had to go into my submission extracts dump fine-tune you know flesh out 
And then, yeah. 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 Wow. That That's was... amazing. Okay. But you said you had already, um, you attended a proper, a real marriage class 15 years ago. Yeah. So when you yeah. started developing Almost, the idea for this yeah. one, did you have to go for refresher classes or you just asked like newlywed folks? <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay, i tried i used my residual memory i probably Mm. asked a a colleague who got married like in the last year or two and then i went online to check out okay what's you know what what are they talking about these days in marriage class and yeah but yeah most of it was residual memory like the couple was really inspired like we were taught by a married couple as well you know i mean they should be if they're going to be heading a class <laughs> oh well yes <laughs> so the couple if anyone maxwell were inspired by the couple who taught us at oh um, okay. Palomo. yeah 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 oh but, my um, goodness do you know i was about to ask if it was a catholic church because as i was reading the book i was thinking of saint dominic's on herbert macaulay yeah yeah Mm-hmm. yeah exactly you know like it was on her but i could not go all out and say saint dominic's yeah, for, yeah 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 okay <laughs> sure that has like changed the name but yeah it was it was based on a, a marriage class in the catholic church i think in a few like um prince um the one in canada talked about yeah his priest so i dropped a few things here and there mm-hmm. to let people know that it was like a catholic marriage class but yeah the topics right yeah i didn't get them from the typical from the catholic marriage syllabus it was mainly what i found online and the topics has to be those topics because you know they're conversational they're you know, mm. they're more interesting I, I, I do not believe that our topics were like oh love of money as in, i don't know mm-hmm. i, I mm. don't remember recall that are as sensational as the topics in the book so just some residual memories, some 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 snippets of what you know, um, the okay. what they would have said, but not necessarily yeah. those particular topics in order because it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I I I crashed one with my friend. Mm-hmm. His first his first class, his fiance wasn't around. She was out of the country. And she was she had she just had not popped in. So I joined him for the first class, okay. you know, as a friend would. And the yeah. the language and tone of that marriage class, your own, I feel like if I attended the one in this book, maybe, who knows, I might be married right now. But that, that particular <laughs> class that I crashed, it was, it was as if they were asking us to be, let me not say celibates together, but we were not, we we're supposed well, to be roommates, basically. It, it wasn't going to be the fun kind of how in my head mm-hmm. I envision marriage mm-hmm. as somebody who has read a lot of romance novels and watched a lot of K dramas. Yeah. What that marriage class yeah, was preaching, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't giving what they say it was supposed to give. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all fairness, though, the couple who handled us, maybe because they were. Well, I'll, I'll call them young now because I'm almost that age. But back then, they weren't young to me. Yeah, they were in their mm. late 40s. Oh. And then they were kind of trendy. And I know that they tried their best to make it relatable to real life. Mm. I know they tried their best to make, you know, what they were teaching us, you know, 
relatable. Of yeah. course, it had to be in line with the with the tenants of the Catholic Church and all of that. But yeah, I don't yeah. recall. Like I used to actually look forward to going for marriage class. Oh yeah, it's Monday today. I'll call my husband. Don't forget to we need to, today's marriage class. I'm, I don't do it, please. <laughs> I I quite enjoyed going. <laughs> okay, there are a lot of characters. That's ten couples. AKA yeah, 20 people. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> when you were writing, <laughs> yeah, how did you keep track of them? Did you have like a board with post-its? And second question, is it two in one? Which couple were your favorites to write? Okay. Actually, it's three in one. It's a three in one question. Okay. How did you keep track mm. of the characters? Which couples were your favorite to write? And did you know the fate of each couple when you started fleshing out the 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 not the script the novel or were they the ones that carried you along for the ride okay yeah so yeah those three questions okay okay so um in general i'm a plotter i'm not a pantser so i ah. um in this case normally for my books in fact i'll probably share, share my screen and show you my current storyboard of the book i'm writing right now I, I usually have a very, very elaborate storyboard. But in this instance, mm. yeah, like because I already had my submission material, what I'd submitted for the competition, oh, okay. I had it already. Okay. So that was kind of like my reference. So I'd go there, okay, what I you know, write for this couple, these couple. So, but then I had to create an Excel sheet where some details that weren't there that I needed because this was a, mm. a more was more fleshed out than what I'd submitted like oh how old is Boma what does he do for a living you know where is he mm. from just all those things so that I wouldn't forget things in conversation so I had like an excel sheet where I'd just dump all those things so yeah I, I was I used my submission material and an excel spreadsheet just to keep track of them um when I was writing the um what I submitted for the competition I kind of like had an idea who what their their respective fates would be even though I think I changed one or two when I was now writing the final novel Mm. and for the most part because what I submitted apart from the pilot episode which is why that first chapter is really long (laughs) yeah so I had to write a complete pilot episode right but then the other Mm -hmm. ones were like five lines right so I had to with those five lines and I, and I had to write the chapters for the couples you know from Abby all the way down to Isha, Isha and um, Omasa so when I was writing I let the spirit guide me as to I knew what you know I was headed towards but I let the spirit guide me as to okay um, conversation and other bits and bobs like that right but then I did change one or two of the outcomes of the characters um from what i had in the submission material and who was my which which couple my favorite easy and it's not a it's not a um it's it's not a popular choice (laughs) i i put up a a post on my um, ig stories some uh, days back or weeks back and i was very 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 gutted that people didn't choose this couple as their favorite (laughs) for me <laughs> for me, it was Eric and Evie. Like, I'm sorry. Huh. 
I love the silver, huh. silver fox. Yeah, 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 I did. I know why. Okay. I mean, I did like them. It's just, I, I need, I, I, oh, anything I say now is going to be a spoiler. I'm, what is, I'll, I'll probably share my views a bit more when um this episode airs. Like, I'll okay. give it like a month after the episode airs, then I'll start dropping. If anybody has not read it after one month, that's their personal exactly. problem. Exactly. That's when I'll start dropping my own spoilers. <laughs> But I had, I had, oh my God, I have, probably I'll tell you after, after we finish the episode, uh-huh. my, <laughs> my qualms, because I even, I wish I should, I did, I had run out of post-its. If not, this book would have been, mm-hmm. my copy would have been filled <laughs> with notes on each couple and how I was going to beat all of them. In fact, I, need, I was going to beat everybody involved. Everybody, well, except mm-hmm. our our facilitators i was going to beat everybody involved <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness it's so engaging this is it was so good i enjoyed the book so much unfortunately oh, i'm not seeing it around as much mm-hmm. as i should be seeing it so i'm going to do my best okay. i'm going to do my best as best but you know, it's All also right. part of the travels of being an indie author. You know, uh, sorry, yeah, mm-hmm. published author like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I've been writing for quite a number of years, like, uh, probably about six, seven years, and I've been mainly in the ebook space. You know, you know, you write uh-huh. a book, you get it ready for publishing, put it out there, and then you. Initially, I was publishing on Okada only, then Okada and BAM Books, and I took my books off Okada, then BAM Books and Amazon, basically in the e-space, right? Mm. It was last year, and I and I have um, the, my collaborators on um, the project I, wo- I was working on at the time, uh, a Call Me series. So my okay. book was Call Me Legachi. So, you know, um, we were all putting our books to paperback, and I just thought, okay, let me just even go through this process. And I went through mm. the process with them. I'm like, okay, this is not so tedious. Um, then I decided, okay, you know what? Because I, I already had the Malamore series ongoing. I'd written books, book one, and I was in the process of writing books two and three. So yeah. which is, this year, I'm like, you know what? Let me just publish them on my own, you know, um, on Amazon Print On Demand, which was what Komi Ligachi was, print, was uh, published on. So I did that. And then, because basically i i made up my mind this year i'm gonna make a budget for myself you know because i've been i'm trying to fill out a few publishers okay like i have a huge catalog back catalog interested in publishing any older stuff but you yeah. know nobody seemed that no one, no one seems to be biting and i i thought myself you know what i'm not gonna wait i'm just gonna you know publish a few copies i'm, I'm not gonna do hundreds and hundreds of copies just a, hmm. a a decent number that i can you know send to the bookstores around you know yeah yeah and then see see what happens so that's what I've basically been doing yeah I'm actually I'm actually grateful and inspired that you decided to do this afraid if not this is how I would not have seen this book to read and I would not have known see I I, I, when I read books like this but it reminds me that so if I was not a reader this kind of universe would have just existed and yeah. I would have been separate from it. Like I'm, I'm just so grateful to be, <laughs> to be among the reading community, and to have access to books like this that exist. Because Nigeria, in fact, not Nigeria, this world is very stressful. 
and Honestly, to be able to escape into a book like this that takes you away and you have characters that you're rooting for you can be frustrated you can want to beat up like because it takes a lot to even want to beat up a character that means they've entered your soul and they're yeah. pulling at your strings yeah <laughs> that's that's magic to me so yeah. you mentioned that um you did amazon um print on demand how yeah. how aside the um the pilot's idea that you pitched was the marriage class pitched to any other of our well major publishers in this part no or you just decided after after the pilot after the idea pitch you just decided to go straight to publishing you know and how was that journey though what is how was the self-publishing journey the reason why I didn't even bother having a discussion with anybody about the marriage class left my friend as soon as we didn't hear from that from the people during the competition she already had her, her eye on her wristwatch she's like have these people gotten back to you yes oh yeah, well, yeah you need <laughs> now now <laughs> I'm like girl relax <laughs> so um basically I just you know set about getting the book ready for um, publishing the process okay First of all, I had to learn a few years ago how to format my books properly. Because mm. before, <laughs> um, before I remember two years ago, no, no, longer than that, before the, or before the pandemic, I thought to myself, okay, I have all these books I've written. Let me just try this Amazon thing, right? And I uploaded it onto, you know, with, with KDP, there's a process. Yeah. Manuscripts. I used their um, uh, cover design uh, what's it called guide design <laughs> on trash cover like that you know uploaded everything I didn't even know anything about designing your spine or anything I just uploaded mm. and I printed it one one copy and when it got to me I looked at the thing for several minutes like the font was having like fonts 50 okay <laughs> 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 it was it was a wild mess so uh, I had to learn how to format my books for publishing. And you know, I, I, I give all props to Kama Pearl. She was the coordinator of um, the Call Me series. You know, I, I mm-hmm. learned quite a lot from her. So I had to learn how to format my books properly for publishing. I had to learn, you know, the whole cover, you know, process. Um, I met and befriended several illustrators, you know, my met on Instagram who've, got me some really beautiful covers over the last uh, few years so yeah went through the process uh, of designing my cover from end to end not just the face but like the front the spine the back everything had to learn all that uh, uploaded to amazon and you know we all know it's not cheap especially with this exchange rates so I had to I had mm. to decide that this process, that what I'm doing now, this undertaking I'm I'm going uh, into is not profit making at this time, you know, because yeah. you have to price your book accordingly to how much you pay, even paying um, for author copies, and then how much it costs to have it shipped over, shipped back to the country, you know. Even though I took advantage of some you know, other things that were coming, you know, so it wasn't, they weren't as expensive as if I was just shipping them only. But still, if you had to mm. price them accordingly, you would have priced your book right up. In, you would be pricing a 200 page book for like 10K. Do you understand? Oh, so, goodness. 
Yeah, I, I so I had to say that okay, this is not for profit, it's for mind share because by going into paperback, I've gotten a whole new world of readers. I had quite a few, uh, a few readers um, mm. from my e publishing days, but now by going into paperback, you know, I've gained a whole new, you know, it's like a whole new world has opened up to me now, you know. Yeah, so there's so many of those benefits that for me are tangible. They might not necessarily be monetary yet, but they're tangible mm-hmm. in that, you know, that you're gaining mind share and you're gaining this whole world of readers now who, and ever since I started reading paperback, I now understand why people don't read ebooks. Like I'm unable now to. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's, um, it's just basically some non-monetary benefits and yeah. I'm working on a few, okay. a few more. Um, it's one of my older titles, which was really clo- close to my heart. I wrote it when I was pregnant with my youngest. Uh, mm. I don't know. I think I, think I just, I just opened, I just ran wild with that book. And it's one of my favorites. And um, I'm hopefully by God's grace is um, releasing the paperback in July. So I'm oh, okay. looking forward to sharing that as well. So yeah, it's a whole new world, a whole new process and, yeah no regrets okay so if if i go to church and pray for like 40 days and fast for 40 days and 40 nights yes w- would you be on to um well i don't even like using this phrase but you know in quotes traditional publishing would Actually, you be open to that I, i'm already having some interesting discussions i'm i'm already having some interesting conversations you know okay um, okay yeah but right now i'm just playing it by air like uh two three weeks ago I had a very, very interesting meeting with a good friend of mine. So I'm hopeful about what what, what I would open up to. Or to. And um, one of, mm. yeah. So, and even like a local publishing uh, publisher, uh, a big, uh, one yeah. of the big. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm having interesting conversations now. Um, nothing has materialized. So I can't say, okay, this is what I'm doing, but I'm not. I'm very open. In fact, I have, um, I'm hopeful that, you know, within the next 12 to 18 months, you know, I should have a title yeah. traditionally published. I'm not averse to it at all. At all. Okay. That's fantastic. I will burn some candles on your behalf. Please do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, there's only so many ways I can. There's there's only so many questions I can ask without dropping spoilers. But yeah, what, what do you want? As... One of the spoilers is fine. It's okay. No, <laughs> no, we don't do spoilers on the Something Bookish podcast. We can <laughs> see at all, at all. We can okay. talk for two hours, and I okay. will make sure. If if you drop a spoiler, I will edit it. <laughs> edit it out. <laughs> I will edit it out. Okay, but what do you want? readers to take away from reading the marriage class that the love has so many dimensions love Ah. is so complex love is it can wear so many different faces oh one of the couples oh oh, okay this is a spoiler but anyways Ogechi and Zulu you know she started off feeling one way seeing him one way and do you understand like love yeah is is multi-dimensional and um 
no two couples have the same story trajectory no two couples like you know how it is your your fiance i remember back in my class i think i there was this couple they were so they were like Siamese twins you know they were like boy boy girl versions of each other you know and i always look at them oh. gum, gum. And then my husband and i were fighting about everything all the details about everything you know I'm like <laughs> <laughs> look at this couple they just look so happy and you know aligned and in the, the process but who knows what the, what demons they were you know dealing with she, those doors. yeah you never know you absolutely never know what the next couple is going through so it's best to tend your own grass of admiring couple b's and lush astroturf could she, be astroturf yeah and yours is grass, so it's not all the time we should be saying God when exactly <laughs> because you you really really don't know like honestly you really yeah. don't know all these um you know like um somebody was telling me the other day I can't remember what couple was that broke up celebrity couple and she was so pain I'm like you know what at this point no nothing nothing surprises me anymore you never know you know don't be looking at them through true you true. know because we only like know that. what they present to us exactly exactly and I, I also refuse to believe some like some of the flip like you know all these new videos and they're coming out about Ben Affleck and Jennifer and it's oh sorry Jennifer Lopez oh. arguing or something I'm like you know I don't believe it I don't believe like I don't believe that like, they <laughs> present them as oh they're arguing like there was one video I watched the other day he was ranting and raving and she looks so beautiful I'm like no they wouldn't even I don't I don't believe they'd be stupid enough to be arguing I think some people, they just blow things out of proportion just from yeah. videos because you could yeah. be having like an animated discussion. Conversation, exactly. Turn it into something else. It's so exactly. wild to me. In fact, now that you say, that's what it looked like to me. Like he was trying to make a point, you know, mm. what the headline was. Oh, he's having a heated argument conversation. of like, oh. ah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Anyway, people are always just looking for tea at this point. Yeah. True. So, I think yeah. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even stress myself. Mm. Um so you are one of those authors that have like a proper LinkedIn page, you know, you are a a, well, a corporate corporate babe, mm. as we as as it is said on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, a corporate, you are one of the corporate girlies. And I actually yes. admire that you've been able to still churn out quality work despite having a job that has nothing to do with the um creative industry so mm-hmm. how i don't want to say how has it been how did it all start because but but yeah how did it all start and how have you been balancing it because see i used to write erotica in my early oh. days oh nice mm-hmm. now, i see, see me saying early days you're older than me well, how early can it be <laughs> But I used to, before I started full-time work, I used to write erotica. And then once I got into the grind, I I have so many half-written stories that I'm unable to complete a scene. Every time I start, it's like, oh, I have too many bills. Please just leave me alone. <laughs> so how how have you been able to keep going? How have you been balancing it? Okay, I think for one, mm. I'm a 
I'm I'm a daydream, I'm a I'm a hopeless romantic. And for me, it's a means of it's kind of like a way to escape. It's, it's escapism for me. Yeah. You know, just to plug in my earpods and just write even if it's half a chapter, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the nice, that's a nice answer. Mm? But the what is more often than not the case is that sometimes like you know, I have these elaborate storyboards. I'll share my screen with you so you can see what I mean. Okay. And sometimes I give myself, okay, chapter one, I write it for two days. And then that's the week that I will have, like work will be pulling me in different directions, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where I wouldn't even be able to form a cohesive thought where the whole week will go by and I can't even settle on to write. Or I'm at home and I'm like, oh man, you know what? I just feel like watching Netflix right now, you know? But most of the time, I think it's because I write stories that, I know this is a cheesy answer. I I write stories that I'm kind of vested in and I want, I'm also, you know, I I also want to see the stories evolve as well, you know? And it also also helps you just, you know, block out the outside world and just, you know, have like a few one or two hours where I'm, you know, in another world and living, you know, through these characters I'm writing. And because music is a very important factor for me, I have like a, I always have, you know, playlists for every scene. So yeah, it's almost like a means of relaxation in a way. So, you know, sometimes I can keep to my timeline for a book sometimes I exceeded by like now I've exceeded my uh, my target for my most my, my ongoing book by over a month but yeah you just you just play by air but ultimately it's the passion the love for it that you know propels me even with everything I have going on like I have three kids I have a husband I have work a very demanding job you know and I have my parents who are you know I've not really been in the best of health recently. So loads of things are pulling me in all directions, but sometimes I just steal an hour for myself. You know what, let me just be able to sometimes, and I've learned how to, you know, write with everything else going on around me. Like I'm in, you know, on my bed writing, my son is scrambling all over me with his iPad, is blasting, (laughs) staring, TV's on. And, you know, I've had to learn how to, you know, focus and not, have to oh I can't write without everywhere being you know pin drop quiet guess mm. what it's not always going to be pin drop quiet because I don't live true, alone true. I've been planning a solo writing retreat for even though oh I digress my friend uh, hosted us for dinner on Friday she lives alone in a um, condo in Oniru right from her balcony mm. like you can see the beach not see the beach in the distance oh, can, wow. the beach is like literally downstairs and I told her Shola, I'm coming to your house for a weekend. Like, <laughs> I'm coming to your house. I'm running away from home. I'm coming here to just write for a weekend. Like, yeah. So I've been planning this kind of, you know, solo retreat to just run away. My friend and I were talking today about, even if it's IITA, but well, let's go. Let's just go all yeah. weekend. Yeah. So I'm planning all this. But in the meantime. You can heal yeah. some fresh air. You know, uh, I've been threatening my family for like, I'm sure my, by now my kids are like, yeah, mom, you're going. I'm, like, I'm going away on a weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, they don't take me seriously anymore. But, you know, I'm going to do it. But in the Aww. meantime, 
I've learned how to make do with writing with noise, writing, you know, you know, even if it's in the office, it's going out for lunch, I could just write. Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, oh, I'm I'm barring down the Charlie. <laughs> I cannot see me, but I'm barring down. She's well done. Thank you. <laughs> like you say more grisly your elbows. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do, do you do you have time to read i was going to ask about um what you've read recently that you enjoyed any book before let me say july 2022 right mm-hmm. my my what i would tell the people is, oh i'm so busy i don't have the time to read like i'm so sorry but then i, I would like read a few of my um author friends books on bam books so that i could review and you know yeah. good reads but I would say, oh, I, I'm so busy to read that. I don't know what, I think when I printed the paperback of comic, like, I'm like, oh, like, I have a bookshop now. Oh, Uzo, um, my friend, Booknook. Uzo, okay, let me even patronize you and buy some books. And a beast was born. I mean, Ooh. like, I have become, <laughs> <laughs> I become, like, my children always tell me, mommy, more books, like, I read now. I have to read uh, in my commute to work, you know. So instead of like you know mm. being frustrated by traffic, I just bring up my a novel and I read. So I've true, read true. since July last year. I, I've been reading back to back to back, and this year I've read probably about twenty books this year. Nice. I'm not as nice. fast as uh, you know the people who read twenty books a month. <laughs> no, I've read twenty. <laughs> this year yeah but that's amazing though this year 20 books is a lot okay well, how about well, uh, i try <laughs> i mean um, please don't down don't downplay see even if it's just four books you read that would yeah. have been a lot because we are all going through it in this country yeah wow. yeah so yeah people to have read 20. Mm-hmm. please give yourself the props so is there anyone you've read that has blown your mind that you'd like to I just finished reading one today yeah okay and even though it was controversial like I was like this book do I like do I I hate it like I was loving it I hate it I love Mm -hmm. it um lessons in chemistry fantastic book I just finished that oh I liked it too yeah even though I'm I'm like a talking this thinking dog what am I reading what's this book (laughs) but my way of standout it's a tie between real and Daisy Jones and the six. Um, ah, that's a nice two. one. Yeah, that's a nice two. one. We like yeah. Taylor Jenkins read in this household. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Big fan. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo was one of my first books last year. And mm. I remember thinking, like, because I grew up reading a lot of Hollywood, Jackie Collins, all this Hollywood. God do honor you. Oh my God, that is why the first time I read Seven Husbands of um, Evelyn Hugo, I was like, mm-hmm. this writer read Jackie, Jackie Collins. Collins. So yes. for the first, I would say 60%. I mean, I was like, oh, I've read this book before. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I went from being underwhelmed to like, <laughs> oh wow, wow, I didn't see that coming, you know. So yeah, the, um, yeah. three to five stars, real quick for me, you know. So mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. I became a a Taylor Jenkins. Like I, I have like three books in my shelf. I've not read 
but I just ordered them. I just, you know, <laughs> after reading Daisy Jones, I'm like, you know what? I need to read all this author's books now, right now. So I have like three of her books sitting and waiting for She's me to amazing. get them. Yeah. Do you have our latest, um, Carrie Soto is back? No, I don't, I don't have that one. I don't, you know, oh, I was- you definitely I, get that. Because I was like, mm, don't, don't I want to read a sports book about tennis. See, you see, you not know when you two you start feeling the sports. You will Are not you know. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, I'll get that one know. then. <laughs> okay. I'll get but, okay, so aside that one, is there any book like not recently, but gen in general that you when you read it, you're like, God damn it, I wish I wrote this book. Is there any book like that for you? Still on Kennedy Ryan before I let go. Like it gave me pause. Ah. Because I've been meaning nice, to write nice. a marriage story. See, I've been married almost 15 years. And honestly, you know, like yeah. I have some stories to tell, you know, like marriage is not necessarily <laughs> reading yeah. a novel. Like I've been meaning to write a truthful story about marriage, you know. And when mm. I read um that book before I let go because the funny thing I gave it to my best my, my best and I read um you know we, we body read and it didn't do anything for her she's like oh okay. she had all these complaints I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm sorry we didn't read the same book <laughs> this book was everything like I've only read two Kennedy Ryan books but yet I have been like real finished me like I was finished after real mm-hmm. I had to sit down for like an hour there about to just gather myself you know I love you. Know, um, nice. I love the way she writes. So yeah, yeah. I wish I'd written before I let go. Same. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, oh my god, this has been fun. Um, so where the book is, the married class is available on Kindle. Yeah? Yes. Yes, and it is. People in the abroad can get it on Amazon. Amazon. Yes. US and UK, if you have it's yes, available. UK, okay, what US. about Nigerian stores? Like where it's available, where would you get it? It's available at Roving Heights. Um, Book mm. still has some copies, and also on Bambooks for those who are only oh. e, e, uh, readers. e readers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Well, this has been amazing. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for more people to read this book and experience everything that I experienced because this book was like <laughs> a breath of fresh air in the midst oh. of all the heavy reads that I had read. So thank you so much for writing this book. You have you. you have thank done you a great you. job. Thank you. I really <laughs> appreciate it. And I love this podcast. This podcast and there's uh, another one, these two. Whenever I get a notification, I'm like, oh, oh okay, can't you can't wait to get home and, and listen. So yeah, thank you for <laughs> everything you, you do for the uh, bookish community. Thank you. That's it, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to read or hear any comments or feedback you have. And you can do that by sending me a message on Twitter or Instagram at lipglossmafia. That's L-I-P. G-L-O-S-S-M-A-F-F-I-A. Subscribe now or follow so you don't miss out on the next episode, which is available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other streaming platforms. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, kindly spread the book love by spreading the word. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, rate and leave a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. And you know shares and reviews are my love language. Yay! Thanks in advance. I appreciate it and I appreciate you for listening. Readers, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And like Jim Rohn said, reading is essential for those who seek to rise above the ordinary. Happy reading, everyone. Bye.